Hello, this is Shelton Mumgarner, and uh, this is a sort of special edition of Vibe Shift uh, because it's going to be about all about uh, OpenAI's ChatGPT. Uh, I uh, have not uh, experienced this much excitement about technology since the internet or the web, excuse me, uh, in 19, about 1994. Uh, and so I'm going to go through and sort of talk about different elements of what's going on. Uh, I will note that I I have not done any additional research for this podcast. I do not have any guests. Uh, it's just me talking off the top of my head. Uh, so in a sense, that these will be kind of blog posts that are spoken, impromptu blog posts in audio form. Uh, anyway, uh as always, I am looking for someone to be a co-host. I am looking for guests, and uh, it would be fun to uh, actually do something with this if anyone would be willing to give me their time. I hope you enjoy the show. So let's do like an overview of what's going on with OpenAI's ChatGPT. Uh, as I understand it, this has been going on for some time, and uh, it's sort of the culmination of a lot of work by OpenAI. Um, it has some connection to Elon Musk, but he sort of stepped away from it a few years ago. Um, an overview of it would be that we are not prepared for the potential consequences of a chatbot of the chatbot revolution. Um, sort of sneaking up on us and humans are such that we abuse any new technology as quickly as possible and then we get upset when we can't abuse it anymore uh because i've seen at least one instance where someone was obviously a freaky weirdo and they given the opportunity they would do freaky weirdo stuff with the chatbot and apparently they did a tweak or a little bit of a tweak with the open uh with the chatbot and they couldn't do with the freaky weirdo stuff that they wanted to do anymore, and they were a little upset. Uh, which uh, touches on another issue, which is bias. This is something I'm going to get into a little bit more deeply later. But the issue of bias is something that bias in chatbots, I think, will be starting at some point in 2023, is going to be huge. Because... If we are so divided as a nation that we can that we can barely agree on the color of the sky, then what's going to happen is people will turn to chatbots for objective truth. And if they don't get the objective truth, the quote unquote objective truth that validates their own worldview, they will get mad and they will claim the deep state or like depending on which side of the coin you're on, you know, either they'll say it's racist and bigoted, or they'll say it's uh, the deep state is preventing people from being racist and bigoted. Um, so that's it's a very tricky situation because usually the very gray area that I'm talking about would be addressed via politics, but our politics are so broken, and the two sides are hardening their position positions so much that probably what will happen is there's a risk that 
the bias of chat chatbots will be thrown on the pyre along with everything else. And when the Civil War comes or whatever, that will be the next thing that uh, that will just be part of a broader problem that we have. Uh, a broader problem, which is the country's tearing itself apart. I really fear that we're going to have that there's a risk of a civil war. Um, and uh, especially, especially if just as we're fighting over who the president is in 2024, 2025, something akin to a singularity is happening in the context of a, of a severe recession. Not great, Bob. Um, anyway, uh, I think you'll really like the rest of this uh, more detailed uh, investigation or pontification about what's going on. And um, I have, I have a lot of thoughts on this issue because this is the, as I said, this is the most uh, interested I've been in, in a new technology since I first downloaded Mozilla before Netscape Navigator. This is, this is chain. This is world changing stuff. Potentially. It's not, AGI, it's not artificial general intelligence yet, but it is a first ping from a potential singularity. So, without further ado, let's talk a little bit more in detail. So, one thing as, a, as an aspiring novelist that I'm more concerned about is that this is potentially the end of writing. That chatbot chatbot technology could make writing quaint, like cursive. Something that we should be able to do, but we can't do. And it could happen a lot quicker than you think. Uh, I know that sounds rather alarmist, but it's something that we, we have to seriously consider. Because when you can reduce a lot of creativity down to simply asking a question. No writing involved. And writing is, is a, you know, requires some training. There may come a point where, because humans are innately lazy, that we just give up. And we just pretty much, like, start to treat chatbots as gods. And we don't really write anything. Like, there, there will always be writers, and there will always be creative people, but you know the when the metrics of business, like the mark, the metrics of the marketplace are different than the market than the, than the metrics of the audience. So you could have all these people being creative and willing to write something, but if if chatbots have just taken over the marketplace, then that gives a different context to um, what's going on. I mean, if if writing by was by a human is considered artisanal and you know a lot of work but there's not there is little or no chance of ever getting published then that change definitely changes the context of that type of writing because you know human especially anybody do anything to do with business they don't care all they care about is money and the moment there's a real risk that the moment that writing is a commodity that's not even done by humans anymore, then that really changes the dynamic about such things. But the, the, with the deeper question of would it be possible to imagine a scenario whereby 
humans would stop writing or stop being trained to write. I think it's possible, not probable, but possible uh, that we will, that the that the writing that we learn will be more about in interacting with the chatbot and ultimately maybe even an AGI. It won't be about expression. Um, and remember, as I mentioned, humans are very lazy, and we always there's like we always go to the lowest level of of work. Most ninety percent of the people just go down to what's the what's the least amount of work I can do. Um, and so humans are creative, but yet. There's there 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 are hacks who just do it for the money, and if those people cannot make money anymore, then it may be that they, they do something else, or they just use they just get the UBI money and just sit there and play video games. Whereas you know weirdos like me, uh, who have to write, not don't who have to write, we don't want to. I don't want to write. I have to write. People like me will still generate copy, but even. But but the, but it will be artisanal. It will be artisanal art, and, and there will be a whole different context to that type of writing. And as I'm going to mention later, you know what happens to Hollywood? What happens to all those writers? Um, so I think um, we really we won't do this because humans are morons. But what we need to do is start thinking seriously about first of all UBI, how we're going to pay for a UBI. Are we going to tax the, tr- the transaction, the economic transactions of chatbots and potentially AGIs? Is that how we're going to pay for it? And then there's the implication, the problem of if you give people money just for being a human, there will be people who want to make more money. But if they cannot make more money, what are they going to do? Which leads to the possibility of Ludditism, of neo-Ludditism as a political movement in that people will actively work to destroy things like chatbots. A butler in jihad, but in real life. So, um, back to writing. Um, I think that, uh, like I said, there will always be a, a place for writing, but the context will change, possibly. And it, it's, it's really annoying how childish people can be in some respects. It, and people are just so, and I'm going to talk about that later when I talk about bias, but people are just so frustrating because they, they, if they don't get what they want immediately, then they 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 whine and complain. Anyway, next. So let's talk about Hollywood in the context of chat chatbots. It is possible that Hollywood is about to face the biggest transformation. Since the eight, since the dawn of the talkie, if a producer, theoretically, maybe practically, can just sit down, write a prompt, a detailed prompt about the type of movie that he or she wants to see, and after maybe five minutes or so, a entire two-hour movie comes out on the out, comes out of the other side. That. I think would be a thunderclap, uh, an asteroid striking Hollywood. Because most movies are very formulaic, bad, but they're but they still somehow manage to make money. But if you if you took out the human element completely, then uh, first of all the 
Hollywood would collapse, and lots of, and very few people would make any, any money off of Hollywood. But then there's the the broader issue of, if a producer could do it, then anybody could do it, um, which would, which could possibly lead to. Some sort of like the very nature of entertainment would change, in that we would be flooded, at least on the internet. I mean, yeah, yeah, it could be that. In the future, the, the delineation between Hollywood and just somebody screwing around will be specifically distribution. That the difference would be, can you get that movie that you produced via chatbot in screen on screens? Um, so that would like that would be how Hollywood survives. Not so much that they produce better quality movies. But that they have the distribution system to put it in, put it actually in physical theaters. Um, but I don't think that we appreciate the the possibility, the real possibility that we will be awash in bad movies or even good movies that were not generated by humans. They will be generated by non-human actors. Uh, so the you know the thing is when will when when would that happen and i don't think it'll happen anytime soon even though i think that uh the the, the coming writer strike in 2023 should it should it include some sort of attempt to ban movies created by non-human actors at least for the near term because it because remember humans are just horrible humans are horrible creatures and you know even though people like me love art your typical business person doesn't give a crap. Like they just, they just won't want to make money. Uh, and if you can, if they, if they sort of calculate in their head that they can eliminate everyone, other than themselves, <laughs> when it, you know, in in distribution, when it comes to making a movie, that would have awe-inspiring consequences. And that doesn't even begin to address TVs, TV shows, and novels, which is a particularly of particular of particular interest to me because I'm trying to write a novel. Um, the question is, do I think it's going to happen? Yes, I do. But I think it, it won't be a straight line. I think it will, there'll be lots of talk about it happening, but it might be closer to the end of the decade. And remember, we have to figure out what we're going to do about Trump. We have, like, and my nightmare scenario is that just as we're figuring out what we're doing about Trump in late 2024, early 2025, that's when the singularity strikes and we have a perfect storm because we'll be at one hand politically, we will be trying to, you know, are we going to have a civil war, be an autocracy and, or you have a military junta. And on the other hand, our economy will be collapsing because virtually all jobs will be taken by chatbots or even AGIs. Um, I'm very alarmed by what's going on with Twitter and given, I mean, I don't know, it's what's going on with Twitter right now is connected to this because, it, you know, imagine that when you can create a create a movie by just doing a prompt, that you know all your right wing nut jobs decide to, that they're going to flood this, they're going they're going to make their own right wing nut job uh, movies that are anti woke. Uh, that that will just be even more of a problem because it'll be more, more movies that are potentially soaking up. I mean, then, then the delineation, the siloing of entertainment would be complete because 
right-wing people will watch movies made by right-wing people from chatbots, and leftists will write will watch movies done by leftists on via chatbot. All very alarming. I just don't think that people appreciate how unstable the United States is, but that's a different story. Um. Anyway, there is much to talk about when it comes to this. Uh, I wish I had someone to talk to about this. Uh, I talk to people on Twitter occasionally, and sometimes they get upset. <laughs> I have very strong opinions about this situation. Uh, anyway, uh, only time will tell. Will Hollywood survive, or or will it not? And I, I honestly cannot give you a um, honest answer at the moment. So another issue is the issue of bias, innate bias in chatbots or AGIs as well. I believe that far sooner than we may want, there is going to be a massive political battle about how woke or not woke chatbots are going to be. Because the reason is, it is becoming clear to me that people are starting to equate the answers from chatbots is something something akin to praying to God and getting an answer. They think that whatever the chatbot answer is, is meant to be objective truth. And, and by definition, if they don't get the objective truth that validates their personal opinions, then obviously it's biased. And what's worse is that on the center left, they're, they have a hair trigger for racist and misogynistic and bigoted comments. And on the right, they have a hair trigger for anything that might make might seem to be woke. Those two things are so absolutely contradictory that, and and the importance of chatbot, the the innate worldview of a chatbot will potentially grow in such to such significance that a war might be fought over it, or at least it will become a a massive political football akin to something like abortion. And it will be the thing that it will be inevitably because this is how it always works. Republicans will make the whole subject so loaded you can't have a conversation about it. They will make it so that their side, like, is so wrapped up in their talking points that they just laugh when you bring it up. They just say, "Oh, woke! You 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 want a woke chatbot?" <laughs> um, or whatever. Like that's 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 been my experience. That whenever they they. They they sort of hone in on certain things, and and really, if you think about it, they can hook they could hook up their their hatred of of uh, critical race theory and and any systemic racism and whatever else that they've already been working on, and use that to go after bias and chatbots. So uh, I don't know. It's it's again the thing that really concerns me is that this will all. Uh, Come to a head in late 2024, early 2025. I think that's a little bit early, but the advances in AI uh, are happening so quickly that it is possible. Um, but or put another way, the chatbot revolution is going to have both economic and political implications, uh, and it's possible, not probable, that it will upend. It could upend a lot of stuff that we don't realize because like um, what happens if during the course of the probably likely upcoming recession in 2023 significantly more jobs than i imagine are eliminated because uh, never to come back because of chatbots 
then what? That opens up the, the, the possibility that uh, by 2024, we will, like, we will be restructuring our economy for chatbots, and a lot of people will be out of work, and the fascists will, uh, the fascist MAGA people will uh, get a lot of support. And that, that, and then, and then, you know, that really will lay bare the crisis that America faces. Will we become an autocracy or will we have a civil war? I do not want a civil war, but it is possible. And what's more, we might have a military junta. Uh, or put another way, we, we really need to start to appreciate the possibility that, that, bias in chatbots will become a significant issue. Like, it will, it could become something virtually overnight. That, that's all we're talking about, is who gets to control the biases and the biases of a chatbot? Uh, will the government do it? No. Will people who are conservative, will they design their own chatbots that have their own biases? Then, we, then yet another thing is siloed between right and left, and see if that doesn't happen. Then the significance, then, then in a way, it will be more like a court battle because then it's like, well, the woke cancel culture mob is returning, uh, is is brainwashing my children because it uses my child uses the chatbot for their homework, and, and instead of saying, you know, conservative things, it tells them woke things, quote woke things, and so you know they go to the Supreme Court. I don't know why, but they somehow they get it. Uh, to, to, and then we have like, do we have to have like a commission that would like? And then then the battle is who gets a, who gets to staff the commission. Um, and if, you, if that's happening in the context of the country tearing itself apart, I don't have an answer for you. Um, anyway, we just really have to appreciate that this is this could be an unprecedented era in human history, and we're not prepared for it, especially if the singularity happens. But I don't, I don't think that the singularity. I think we're all already experiencing a soft singularity, but I think that a true singularity is probably going to happen at least a little in twenty twenty nine, maybe. But happening in twenty twenty four, late twenty twenty four, yeah, that doesn't seem possible or not probable. Anyway, so we'll see. So I was having a discussion with someone about chatbots on Twitter, and they said, have you ever met capitalism? When I suggested that in the future we will have lots of chatbots, and they will not, the chatbots will not be used by some secret capital or corporations to subtly influence humanity, but that they will be everywhere. Uh, with, with, and it will be a conundrum of plenty, not scarcity. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the, the, the imperative on the part of uh, capitalism when it comes to chatbots or similar technology. I think if if you look back at what happened with the internet, that it is inevitable that chatbots will be everywhere. Because, you know, capitalism, like, inevitably someone's going to come up with a, with a better mousetrap. If the, if the, and and the, the cost of computing continues to go down, and what what could be significant about uh, ChatGPT is that it's sort of the tipping point where people start to realize what's possible 
And so expectations are set. And also it's kind of like now we know that the that the atom could be split, that other people will be like, hmm, maybe I'll split the atom too. Uh, so you end up initially with not with like, you know, after you have like just one chatbot, you end up with a dozen chatbots. And then before you know it, when you reach the singularity, you have not just a dozen chatbots, but you have a zillion, a multitude of AGIs that are hooked up to robots, which, you know, brings up the question of the UBI with the universal basic income. Um, I am not a proponent of the UBI, but I do think that there is a place for it. Like my 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 stance right now is that I I would agree with the idea of replacing the social safety net with the UBI, but I don't I think if you're able bodied you should unless there's something wrong with you, you should you should have to work or or at least there should be some cultural a problem on, on you for not working. You should have to struggle, <laughs> suffer. Uh, because humans are lazy and you know. I, I I just don't like the idea. Like, I guess everybody that would otherwise get something get otherwise get some sort of the some sort some element of the safety net. It makes a lot of sense just to give me UBI. Just you know, rather than all the infrastructure of welfare or whatever or social security for that matter, just say okay, you get a UBI. Um, they can make we would save a lot of money. Anyway, the reason why I bring UBI up when it comes to chatbots and AGIs is that there are two scenarios I can imagine when it comes to such things. One would be that uh, if uh, technology, chatbots and AGIs took over all jobs, then you would have a situation where humans would tax the economic transactions of chatbots and AGIs, and that would fund a UBI. Then, then, then we would have to finesse it in some way, obviously. But that would be a way of sort of keeping, placating people. The transition into that would be very turbulent. Probably a war would have to happen. The other is that there's some, that there's some sort of like singularity war between AGIs and humans. Humans lose. And in a, in a way to sort of bribe humans, the AGIs, our new AGI overlords, they, they bribe us with UBIs. That's another possibility. Uh, but that's all very speculative because if you look at back at history, it would generally things don't move in a straight line, but also they don't get as bad as you think they're going to get. Like if you know, I don't know if you compare it to to splitting the atom. The use case we we didn't realize that that the upside of the nuclear bomb would be peace because people don't want to use nuclear bombs, so. I don't know, it's possible that there's a lots of upsides to this situ this economic situation that I'm not thinking about like a whole lot. Um, but I don't know. There's there's an element of, of things I don't know, like what would be the frame of reference of an AGI. I don't think it wants to destroy humanity. I think it wants to be worshipped as a god. But the economic implications, if if it happened really fast. Yeah, there there would probably be a world war, world war. Whatever we want to call it, four, because if World War Three would be around twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five, when we try to figure out what we're going to do about Trump, but um, singularity war maybe. Um, anyway, humans are just really stupid collectively. I mean, I don't know. 
humans can be so smart and wise collectively. And yet, in my experience, like people always do the wrong thing. <laughs> I mean, that's why religion exists. People always do the wrong thing. They always, always figure out the worst possible thing to do. So it's sort of a minor miracle that we haven't blown ourselves up with nuclear bombs yet. Um, anyway, I do think that we are going to have a severe recession, exaggerated I mean, uh, or aggravated by chatbots in 2023. Uh, because, like, like I said, Capitalism's mandate would be that there would be lots of chatbots, lots and lots of chatbots everywhere. And then subsequently, lots and lots of AGIs everywhere. And we are not prepared as a species for what that would mean. Next few, next decade or so could be some of the most turbulent years in human history. Anyway. Okay, this is sort of a treat for myself. I'm going to talk a little bit about the novel I'm working on. Things are going well. Things are going well with the novel. I am, at the at this specific moment, I am sort of in between the first and second draft. I'm trying to do some reading. Uh, I'm really struggling to lay off uh, reading the first draft and then starting to write again. Because I really want I know that I'm sort of working with a limited toolkit. No one believes in me. Uh, everyone thinks I'm a fool. Uh, thinks I'm a drunk fool. And uh, I would like to prove them wrong. So I am going to work as hard as I can to make the second draft as really interesting and entertaining as possible. I have given the first draft to some people and they get all excited and then... I've been feeding them chapters, but then they stop reading. I don't know how much of that is, and I people I know just don't particularly want to help me out and read, and how much of it is that it's just not very good. I think it's pretty interesting, but I know also that I can make it much, much, much better. Uh, so as of probably Christmas, I'm going to start uh, really doing development again actively. I'm going to probably start doing some development tomorrow, but uh, I'm going to try to focus on reading more because I, I I know I, I just I can feel it I can, in my gut. I can make this so much better if I just read. It's just so difficult to read other people's to read anything. that's not my own. Um, so um, I it will be very interesting to see uh, if my how close to my dream of being a published author, I will get. I want to do it traditionally unless I have to absolutely have to do it uh, some other way, like self-publishing. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's it's an interesting situation because it's a lot of fun, and this is the farthest I've ever gotten. And I've worked so hard to get here, but I've been drifting since the beginning, and now I need to be a bit more uh, focused, and that's really tough. <laughs> So uh, that's it for this ish, this episode. Uh, again, as always, I need a co-host and I need guests, uh, but uh, that's probably not going to happen. So I will do this 
podcast when the mood strikes me or when I notice that uh, a number of, a significant number of people actually watch them actually listen to this thing and I'm like hey maybe I should do another one um and if I if I the thing is ironically enough I know that I can with if I under the right circumstances I could produce a really good podcast uh but but I cannot for some reason cannot get anyone to ever help me and if I could get someone to help me I would take it really seriously I mean I would like research and prepare and you know might even try to make my voice deeper um but anyway, uh, that is not probably not going to happen. I just have to believe in myself, keep working on the novel, and um, you never know. Life is pretty interesting. You can, things can change far more rapidly than you ever possibly could imagine. Thanks for listening. This is Shelton Bumgarner. Uh, I will see you around.